What's what's going on, guys? Austin here. And in this video, we're going to be taking a couple minutes to go over the new move for Brian Flores heading to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I'm a big fan of Brian Flores as a coach. I thought that he I thought that he never quite had the opportunity to get the pieces around him that he really needed. I don't like the general manager um, down in Miami. The offensive line was never great and the running game was never fantastic. And I mean, obviously Brian Flores is a defensive coach, but there's a limit on what you can do in the NFL with a limited offense. And so let's take a look at maybe just some of what his defenses have done in the national football league. So let's just say as a head coach, he did pretty well. If we remember the first year, right, they started out, I think they started out like 0-8, and they had like those big blowouts, like those two big blowouts to the Ravens and the Patriots to start the season. I think they were like down like a combined like, like 105 to like 17 or something like that in their first two games. Like it was just atrocious. But then we remember they started turning it around towards the end of the season, and they actually won five out of their last – six games, I think, five of their last seven or something, something like that. They had, a, they had a winning record um, in the last half of the season, right? Now that was seen as the year that was supposed to be the rebuild year. And then the next year was supposed to be the build year, but they turned the first year into the build year. They they completely skipped the rebuild, right? So they won five games in a year, in a year that they were projected to win zero. They weren't projected to go winless, but they were favored in zero games, which is a very distinct difference. Then in year two, his offense being average as it was, bouncing back and forth between Tua Tagovailoa and Ryan Fitzpatrick, their defense was great. Okay, they were number six in total points. They were number one in total takeaways. All right, and then as far as as far as rushing and pass defense go, they were both, you know, very very consistent across the board. You know, top ten, top fifteen, both sides on a team that still doesn't have that great a talent. One year later, one year deeper into the Tua Tagovailoa era, there seems to be some sort of external pressure posted on them to kind of like force Tua into being a quarterback that he's not ready to be. And what I mean by that is there was no concerted effort to get him supreme amounts of help besides the drafting of Jalen Waddell. And I'm not saying against Jalen Waddle, nothing against Mike Gesicki and the guys that they have in Miami, but there's nothing special on that offense. The defense is what needed to be special. Now we remember the way they started the year. They started out the year one and seven, and they ended the year nine and eight, which, you know, for one reason or another, they absolutely started way too slow, right? So Coming off of that, we know that he's a good defensive coach and that, and we know he's a good culture builder. So what does the fit mean there in Pittsburgh? Well, if you ask me, if I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I have to be absolutely elated that Brian Flores is now the coach of a defensive coach slash linebackers coach because I know what kind of guy he is. I know what kind of defensive schemes that he provides. And on top of that, Brian Flores was in a situation where he probably wasn't going to get an NFL head coaching job for a while. And it seemed like the, the, the Miami Dolphins threw him out into the wilderness 
And then the Pittsburgh Steelers brought him back into the fold. And so there's a possibility that Brian Flores stays as a defensive assistant in Pittsburgh longer than he would need to. See, wherever, wherever this NFL lawsuit goes, we know he's suing the Giants, the Broncos, and the Dolphins, and the league itself, right? And a lot of people are saying, like, oh, you can't get a job with an employer that you're suing. Well, he's not, he's not suing the Steelers. He's suing those three teams, and he's suing the league, which is more akin to suing a country club that my boss belongs to. It's completely different. It's completely separate, right? So there has to be some sort of feeling of appreciation for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Brian Flores' part where – you know, he wants to be in that organization, the organization that effectively saved his career. And I'm coming from the standpoint where I don't think Brian Flores' career should have needed to be saved because I think he's an excellent head coach, right? If I'm, if I'm the Lions, I would have absolutely offered him the defensive coordinator job. And if I'm the New Orleans Saints, you know, I absolutely would have offered him the head coaching job if, you know, Dennis Allen would stay as, as a defensive coordinator. I absolutely would have done that. You know, if I'm if I'm the Houston Texans, you might not even be able to get him there, even if you offered him the job. But you have to offer him the job because of the kind of coach that you know that he is. And so what this means in Pittsburgh is that they have the opportunity to have a great coach, a head coach on their defensive assistant uh, role for an extended period of time longer than he should be there. Now, what we know about the Pittsburgh Steelers is that they sack. They get sacks from 2016, 17, I believe 18, they tied with the Bears, but 19, 20, and 21, they've had the most sacks in the National Football League, right? And what did they have this year? They kind of had a depleted, depleted team where, you know, not everybody was able to come back due to the contracts, not everybody was able to come back due to injury, but they did have Cam Hayward, Hayward who's a pretty decent defensive tackle. And they had T.J. Watt, who's the best pass rusher in football. And T.J. Watt tied the record at 22 and a half sacks in a single season in only 15 games. That's right. He didn't do it in an extra game this season. He did it in one less game this season. So what is this Miami, Miami Dolphins, Dolphins uh, defensive scheme that's coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers going to look like? Well, if you ask me, the Miami Dolphins defense didn't have that great a talent, but the Pittsburgh Steelers do. And so now basically what you're doing is you're transferring an amazing scheme with an amazing coach and you're putting it on a, an amazing roster with great defensive talent, at least enough defensive talent. You've got Minka Fitzpatrick in the backfield and you've got TJ Watt up front. Those two players by themselves are better than any, any individual player that you've got in Miami. We all remember, uh, at least we have to remember, we try to forget the last game that Brian Flores coached as a linebackers coach slash defensive play caller for the New England Patriots. And that was Super Bowl 53, I believe, between the uh, Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots where the, I believe, top offense in the league, Los Angeles Rams, who had gone into the game scoring over 31 points per game, maybe 32 even, got held to three points, right? If you would have told Sean McVay going into that game, right, your defense is going to hold Tom Brady 
to 13 points. All you need to do is score 14 points. You know he would have taken that, right? But the defensive prowess of Bill Belichick, Brian Flores, and those players right there on that 2019 team, not 2019, 2018 team, were able to hold one of the most innovative and talented offenses to just three points in a Super Bowl. If you score three points in a Super Bowl, like you might just get fired on principle. No, of course, we know that, you know, for Sean McVay didn't get fired. And well, the rest is history 2022. But that same genius that held that genius to three points went from Miami and he's now in Pittsburgh. So if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, I'm going to take the under on a lot of your games because I don't know who your quarterback is. And I know for a fact that you've got the best defensive assistant in the entire National Football League. I'm Austin Greeno, and this is The Extra Point.